Well, good morning. This is Pastor Michael Brown from Kalamazoo Gospel Ministries coming to you with another segment of Stories of Hope from the Heart of Our Community. Uh, I'm so excited to be here today and to have as my guest uh, Jean Watson. Uh, Jean and I have been friends for a number of years, and uh, Jean is a, a, just an awesome violinist that God is using. And we're going to, uh, I, I don't want to tell her story, I want her to tell it. And uh, so, welcome, Jean. It's good to have you here. Thank you. I'm delighted to be back. So, so now you've you've come back. Uh, I have you and I haven't seen each other in in probably about five or six years. Yeah, I, I think remember so. I remember a concert that you did out on uh, Stadium Drive, just the other side of Ninth uh, uh, Street, and it was in a little coffee shop out That's there. Right. Just an intimate thing. It's just so neat, so neat. How long have you been playing the violin? Um, a long time. I started when I was seven, wow. and uh, I never. It wasn't something that I loved mm -hmm. from the outset. I just wanted to play an instrument, mm -hmm. and that was the first instrument that they showed us in school. Uh -huh. And so I just said, okay, I'll take that one. So I like to say if they had shown me a tuba, then uh -huh. we'd be having a tuba concert. So, <laughs> so I just started playing the violin, and it just seemed like a good fit. And yeah, I know how that is in, in, in school because the violin was the thing that I took. I took violin. Oh, really? Yep, I, I took that. it home day after day after day, never learned anything about I it. Took it back it. at the end of the semester, gave it back. <laughs> that uh, was the end. Yeah, and I wish I had learned uh, some instrument. So, uh, mm -hmm. But you've been playing for quite a while, and, and you know, it's anybody that watches you play just can tell that there's an anointing on you. Um, that the music is more than just notes together. Mm -hmm. It is, how would you describe your ministry? You know, that's such an interesting thought. We were just talking about prison ministry and how mm -hmm. I, I take the violin into prisons and play and I sing. And a lot of times I might be going into an atmosphere where people's hearts might not be ready to hear the word of God. Mm -hmm. They might be hard or they might be broken or whatever the case may be. And so I'll just play the violin. And I don't understand that, but I think, you know, there's music going on in heaven right, right. now. Mm -hmm. And there's something about music that the Holy Spirit can inhabit it. Yeah. And so, you know, it's, you know, remember David oh, yeah. playing the mm -hmm. harp in the Old Testament and how that affected Saul. And so I, I do think that it can carry anointing that whatever's in my heart, mm -hmm. um, you know, the Lord has the capacity to communicate that through the music, through the violin. And so, you know, I can watch people's faces in the prison oh, yeah. and you just see them um, soften yeah. as, they, as they hear that sound. So I, I don't understand it, but I yeah. do see the effect of it. You know, years ago, I heard a statement. Somebody said that music soothes the savage beast, you know, yeah. and it's just something about music that, that brings people to a place of peace, you know. Yeah. And so and I think with so much anxiety in the world. Uh, if people can come to a place where it's just peaceful, yeah. and I believe that it takes down the walls uh, around their spirit, so yeah. the Holy Spirit yeah. can just just flood yeah. in, and they'll be more open, yeah. you know, uh, to hear the word. And so, um, and it doesn't have to go through the brain. So I, you yeah, know, it bypasses yeah. that, and I feel like that's why the Lord can use it, right. um, you know, to access the deep places of the heart. Mm -hmm. without the person having to think about it or yeah. analyze it. So Now, uh, I mentioned that we hadn't seen each other in, in, in a number of years, but 
part of that is is because you've been traveling, but mm-hmm. part of that is because where's your ministry based out of? Where it's in going? Ireland. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, so boy, I'm not when here. you move, you don't yeah. just move across the block. You no. Know? <laughs> so, yeah, I am busy, and um, the Lord has me doing a lot of ministry on the other side of the ocean, mm-hmm. which is really, really fun. I had a dream when I was a child that, about Ireland, oh, wow. and I drew a picture of mm-hmm. Ireland, and I just had a deep desire to go there. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know at that time that it was a God dream, that one day he would open up the door to that particular nation, mm-hmm. and there would be uh, something in my music that mm-hmm. Irish people would be able to relate to. And even my voice has a little Celtic It does. I, it. I was sitting here yeah. thinking that. Yeah. It has a little Celtic. Uh-huh. So there's that point of connection but then I'm also different from the Irish people because I'm not Irish. Right. And so that makes me um, uh, valuable because right. on the radio in particular, they can't tell who I am, where I'm from, mm-hmm. what my political leanings might be. Okay. And things are still um, in the nation of Ireland quite polarized between the wow. North and the South, Protestant and Catholic. Mm-hmm. So I think the Lord was intentional okay. in sending... Um, a girl from Pennsylvania who lives in Kalamazoo um, <laughs> to that land because people will listen to me because I'm mm-hmm. not one of them. Yeah. So Isn't it amazing how God does that? He yeah. just picks you up and plants you in a yeah. different garden, you know, causes you to flourish. Yeah, and yeah. it doesn't have to make sense. It does. Yeah. So he just, he opened that particular door. I do travel to other nations as well, but my heart is in Ireland. And then when I'm in the United States, you know, we were chatting earlier about mm-hmm. how I love to go wherever God sends me, and particularly to the least of these yeah. where people are hurting. Well, that's that's here. You know, a lot of that's here at Kalamazoo. And yeah. um, one of the things that we've got coming on is uh, that Gene is going to be playing a concert for us. Uh, it's going to be at Grace Spring Church on Gull Road in Richland. And it's going to be on the 15th, 16th, the 16th of uh, January at, 6.30 p.m. And so uh, you're more than welcome to come out. There's no tickets that you need to purchase. Uh, just show up. Um, we will be taking up an offering for the gospel mission. And uh, and I tell you, if you come out, I guarantee you that you will be blessed um, at that time. So, Gene, uh, now you've played, what are some of the places you've played locally here? Goodness. Well, I did. I've done quite a bit of ministry at the Gospel Mission, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. in the past few years, but yeah. that was one of my favorite places. And you know, churches, yeah. the Gospel Mission, not mm-hmm. a lot of concert venues in this yeah. area. It's funny how a prophet in his own country doesn't do a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do play mm-hmm. in the Kalamazoo Symphony still, oh, so you can see okay. me in the violin section back there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say, you know, most of the work that I do is not mm-hmm. around here, mm-hmm. which is not intentional on my part. Right, it's just right. that the, the calling seems to be elsewhere. Yeah. Um, well, I know people, when you play here, they absolutely love the time that they spend with you. Mm-hmm. You know, and we were talking earlier about um, the anointing and how music has the ability to calm the spirit, you know. Right. And uh, there's so much anxiety in the world today, but here, you know, in the Kalamazoo Gospel Mission, where mm-hmm. people are really struggling with a lot of different things, you know, in their lives, they need that respite. You know, they need to come to a place where it's just 
peaceful right. and music, you know. And so that's uh, one of the things that we so appreciate about the ministry mm-hmm. that you have um, that you have here. Have you ever wanted to play a different instrument? I have my hands full with the violin, mm-hmm. and I, I play a little bit of piano. I wish I could play the guitar oh. better uh-huh. than I can, but I've decided I, I'll just pay other people to do that. I, I'll just <laughs> focus on what I'm good at, uh-huh. and um, I do a lot of speaking as well. Okay, and um, and a lot of my ministry is sharing testimony and sharing the word, mm-hmm. and I think that the testimony gives the ministry credibility because yeah. if I just go in and play the violin. Um, then it doesn't connect with people's hearts. And they're thinking, well, that's right. fine for you. Mm-hmm. You know, you can play the violin and you're talented and gifted and you had parents that allowed yeah. you to f- facilitate that gift. But when I start sharing how I've gotten to where I am now and why I'm doing ministry, yeah. then, um, then there's a point of understanding that my life has not always been easy and it wasn't... Uh, uh, the road it was long and rocky to the point of 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 bringing me where i am today and so i share uh not so much where i am now but the journey of how i got there yeah and that's where the connection is you know i i really appreciate that because a lot of times the people that we serve think that they're an anomaly that they're the only one you know this hasn't happened to anybody else and that's the enemy that makes you feel that you know but there's so many other people that have gone through a lot of things um, there are certain parts of my testimony that I will give, but then there are other parts that I'll hold back because right. I don't know what the statute of limitations is. Exactly. You know, yeah. I'm going to be going to jail right now. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ministry's going pretty good. Yeah. But, but, uh, but yeah, sometimes uh, if people only knew, mm-hmm. you know, if they only knew your story and what you've come through, then you tend to find that they open up a little mm-hmm. bit. You tell a little bit, they tell a little yeah. bit, and they find out that you're not so different yeah. at all. But know? I think it's about um, helping people understand how to deal with pain. Right. Because in this world, Jesus said, we're going to have tribulation. Yeah. And we all suffer. And mm-hmm. some of us you know, suffer because we make mistakes. Some yeah. of us are suffering because someone else made a mistake. Right. Some of us are suffering just because life can be difficult. But what we do with that pain determines whether it makes us better and we become overcomers in Christ or whether we stay bitter and in bondage. And so I I love to share my pain with people, not to memorialize that pain, but to show them, you know, I've been through some stuff, but you know what? I wouldn't want to go through it again, but God used that pain. Like Joseph in the book of Genesis, Mm -hmm. who said, you know, at the end of his journey, he says to his brothers, you intended to harm me, but God intended it for good, for the saving of many lives. And so when we put our pain in God's hands, mm-hmm. it can actually be used for something magnificent. So I think yeah. that's the message I want to share. Well, I think I'm, I'm so excited uh, for the concert that we're going to have. And if you're listening to this program right now and um, you feel that you know somebody that needs to hear a message, an encouraging message, 
from someone who's been through some things. You know, if you're sitting there thinking that what you're going through, what you've gone through, was something that nobody else went through, I'm telling you, this concert will be a place of healing. It's going to be a place where uh, you can come and just be amongst people who love you just because you showed up, you know, and then you can hear some really, really, really great music, and then you're going to get some word as well. And so don't forget, uh, January 16th, it's a Thursday, and it's at Grace Spring Church in, on Gall Road in Richland. And it's going to start at 630 uh, in the evening. Now, it is a fundraiser. We will we'll, we'll be taking up a collection uh, at some point during the concert. But get your friends out. You know, come on out and join us. Share with us. I guarantee you, you'd be blessed. Uh, you're going to be blessed for coming. You know, one of the things that I, I really want to try to do, especially this time, and we do this every year, but to get the people that, that stay here with us, mm -hmm. to get them out there. Oh. Because uh, it blesses them just yeah. to be in that environment, you know, and to be in a restful, peaceful place. Yeah. And uh, and they like come out usually coming out usually when we ask them to come. We, um, we have more people than we, than we can transport yeah. that want to come right. because they want to be involved in oh, it, I you hope, know. I hope you get a whole bunch. Yeah, I'm okay. hoping so. You know, we got a bus now. So All right. We, Kalamazoo go. Gospel Mission has a bus, and uh, if we can get that bus filled up with people and get them out there, that's what we want to do, you know. So. Um, so you've been around the Kalamazoo Gospel Mission uh, for quite yeah. some time now. Did you did you come to this building, the fire station, or did you come to the other building first? I was in the other building, the men's mm -hmm. center. I guess that's not here anymore. Is oh, it's, it's, it's here. still here. Okay, it's different. It's and different. So okay, we've built uh, a new single point of entry where everybody that comes okay. has to come through that entry, okay. and and that's for safety, you know, here right. at the Gospel Mission, and uh, it keeps people funneled into a place where they can actually get the help that they need rather than wandering right. around the building. Yeah. Uh, but here, uh, starting in April. Uh, we're going to start tearing down those old buildings there on Burdick Street, and we've got right. a plan to replace all of that. And before you leave today, I'll show you some of that. Uh, I've got those pictures down in my office. But we're excited because we've been raising funds for a number of years, and we're at the place where we're ready to start uh, putting those buildings up. That's and right. so we're excited about that. Can you give me? Um, can you give me a little? You know. A uh, little tidbit of some of the some of the things. Any familiar songs that you plan on playing? Oh goodness gracious! I'll do a mixture. I guess it's a little too late for Christmas music. I put a Christmas song. I might sneak a Christmas song in there. That'd you be never know. Wonderful. You never uh -huh. know. Yeah. I just recorded a new Christmas album last year, so I'm still mm -hmm. filled up with Christmas. Um, I'll tell you one one song I love to do. Um, everywhere I go is Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah. I don't sing it. Mm -hmm. I do the whole thing on the violin, and I use what's called a loop station. Do you know what that is? I don't. So this is like a, it's a little recording device that guitar players use, electric mm -hmm. guitar players, and you plug the instrument in, and it's basically just a, re a digital recorder. So mm -hmm. it's going to record you playing, and then you can record layers. So what I do is I create the song on stage, and I use the violin oh, to make wow. different sounds, and it's kind of a a violin band, a one one woman 
violin band. So you got to, now I got your curiosity. It sounds about, like it's progressive. It is, yeah. And so you play so you one layer, and then when you come on your second yeah. go around, yeah. there's another layer on yeah. top of that, and you do that as you go through the song. Is that close? So I build the layers, and it's always different. Mm-hmm. You know, the audience never knows what's happening next but that song is always powerful Mm -hmm. and it's not again i know it wasn't written as a christian song originally Mm -hmm. but leonard cohen used a very powerful word of spiritual warfare Mm -hmm. in the chorus which is hallelujah and this is the word that you know king jehoshaphat of the army of judah sang as they went Mm -hmm. into battle was hallelujah and it um when we choose to praise god in the midst of our circumstances and say hallelujah and become mm-hmm. a living hallelujah then um, strongholds can fall so so you never know there might yeah. be there might be some miracles happen at this concert you know, might be some spiritual warfare going we are on looking for miracles to happen so yeah this what i mean we this is one of the things that we are absolutely looking for here at the gospel mission is miracles you know um, this is we've been doing rescue ministry since 1933 and there have been rescue missions all over the country and they've come up uh, with different strategies right. for doing different things but I don't think that there is a better strategy than uh, redemption mm-hmm. than life transformation yeah. through mm-hmm. the power of the Holy Spirit I don't think that there is a better way um, to ensure that people are set totally free and are not uh, expected to relapse, Amen. you know, and that's what we want to see here. One of the things that uh, I tell the staff all the time is that the Kalamazoo Gospel Mission is the closest thing to the Pool of Bethesda Whoa. that you're going to get, wow. you know, wow. and, and we as staff, we are like a bunch of Jesuses yeah. showing up and yeah. going around that pool, you yeah. know, and so if that's true and if we believe that, then we need to be seeing some of those miracle signs and wonders that the Word talks about you know and that's what it's all about actually wrote a book called everything can change in 40 days and Mm -hmm. it's about the transformation that i saw god do in my life my family's life and and really the transformation i think that we should expect as believers that a lot of the church uh, maybe we've lost hope in that kind of miraculous transformation Mm -hmm. but i believe that's why jesus died Um, the resurrection was not just so that we can be saved and go to heaven someday but that the resurrection power means mm-hmm. something while we're, while we're on this earth, that there is hope for Well, this change. is where that abundant life, yeah, th- this right. is where that happens, yeah. you know, yeah. on this side of, uh, of the, the grave, you know, yeah. uh, that abundant life. But I agree with you. I think that um, the church has progressively, the church universal has gotten progressively um, ineffective. Amen. And I think because it has, people have lost their expectation for anything to be different. And so now we've come to a place where if we can go to church on Sunday and on Wednesday, you know, and if we can fill the church up, then we had a good service. If the music was good, you know, and the the preaching was fire and brimstone, then great. But with no, you know, no transformation, no change. And uh, I believe I'm just foolish enough to believe that uh, that God wanted us to have more, mm-hmm. you know, that he wanted us totally redeemed, that he wanted the blind to see, mm-hmm. the lame to walk, yes. that uh, that the fact that cancer is one of these things that everybody's afraid of. Yes. Now, I don't I don't believe that. Jesus I mean, you know, Lord. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. I don't believe that that's right. And I'm, 
um, I made it my life purpose that the gospel mission here in Kalamazoo is going to be a force to reckon with okay. in the kingdom of God. You know, okay. it's, it just has to be. God wouldn't have put us yeah. here for anything less, yeah. I don't believe. I love that. You know? I love that. Well, so. you know, Jesus, when he, when he first stood up and proclaimed himself mm -hmm. as the Son of God, when he, when he stood up and read from the scroll, right. and I think it's Luke chapter 4, uh -huh. um, and he reads from Isaiah 61, right. and he says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, and, and the Lord has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. Mm -hmm. And all of those things he said to come, he came to do, which was bind up the brokenhearted, set the captives free, and, and he gives this list of things. And I think that should be our expectation and our hope. That's, that's why he came. That's exactly right. That's the checklist. That's the checklist. And, and see, well, we one of the things I believe that the church has done that's been a disservice to the kingdom is they've they've kind of said, well, that was Jesus. Right. You know, see, he could do that because he yeah. was Jesus. Yeah. You know, but but he gave us the power. Yes, he did. You know, when he lived, he gave us the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And here we walk around with it every day with no expectation. And I believe that does a disservice to the kingdom yeah. of God. I don't think we understand who, who we are in Christ. Exactly. Um, in Ephesians, when Paul speaks about us being seated in heavenly places mm -hmm. in Christ, mm -hmm. and it's, mm -hmm. it's, he says it in the past tense, that means we are already, already. in that position exactly. and the powers of darkness are under our feet. And yeah. if we would take the authority that's ours, we would see this power, this transformation and miracles. And so that's what I'm fired up about. And that's what I've seen God do in my ministry as I've traveled around this country and in Europe. And and it, it just burns inside of me to see people grab a hold of that and, and take hold of it for themselves. Well, I'm so excited because I'm expecting yeah. uh, on I'm expecting on next the Thursday for us to see some of that. Absolutely. And one of the things, one of the reasons I'm expecting it is because I know that there're going to be people that show up that have totally no expectation of seeing anything different than what they've seen before. Right. And I believe that people people need to see the power of God in action mm -hmm. today. You right. know, in today's world. Yeah. And so Next Thursday, January 16th, 16, 6.30 in the evening, um, 6.30 in the evening at Grace Spring Church on Gull Road in Richland, 6.30. Come out and uh, join with us. I guarantee you, you're going to be blessed if you come. And again, if you can, bring someone with you. If you've got, you know, you may have struggling, uh, you know, acquaintances or relatives that are struggling with different things and you just want to see them set free yourself. And so yeah. bring them on out and allow us to fellowship together. And let's just see what God's going to do when we give him that opportunity. We've got Gene Watson, who's one of the most phenomenal violinists that I know and anointed uh, to do great things for the kingdom of God. So she's going to be there with us. Uh, Jean, I'm so excited to see you again. Excited to I know. have you. This has been such uh, a blessing. It is. It Just is. to reconnect. And so um, what I'd like to do now, we've come to the end of our, our time together today, but I'd like to pray for you before oh, we you. go. Is that all right? I would love that. Thank you. Won't you pray with us? 
Well, Father, we give you praise and glory and honor, God. I thank you for my sister Jean, God, and just this reconnection. I thank you, God, for all the amazing things that she's doing around the world, just the way that you are using her and her gifts for the kingdom. I thank you, God, that you've seen fit to bring her back to us and allow us to be a part together for this concert uh, in support of this local ministry. I pray, God, that you would protect her uh, during this time that she's here. I pray, God, that you would continue to allow the anointing to work in her, God, to will and to do your good pleasure. I thank you, God, that, um, that you're continuing to allow her anointing to increase, God, just so that she can reach more and that there's more impact, God, from the time that she has as she ministers around the world. And so, uh, God, we just thank you for Jean. I pray that you will continue to bless her in everything that she sets her hand to do. In Jesus' name we ask it. Amen. Amen. Again, this is Pastor Michael Brown with my guest, Jean Watson, uh, here for another segment of Stories of Hope from the Heart of Our Community. We're looking forward to seeing you next week, same time. God bless.